Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Welcome back to another edition of Ball Don't Lie right here on 1049 The Horn. It is a hump day edition of Ball Don't Lie, and we are happy to bring it to you. We got lots of Longhorn football conversations, some accolades already given out to the Texas Longhorns from Pro Football Focus. We'll get into that. Good news, we assume, coming out of the Xavier Worthy camp. We'll talk about that. Uh, also, rumors about Jaleel Billingsley and why he decided to exit the 40 acres. We'll get into that and more and all the updates having to do with the training for a portal hopefully not as uh hopefully it's not as crazy as it was yesterday but we don't know uh because it could get even crazier today so we'll talk about that also we got my man glenn davis from soccer matters talk about the world cup coming up at 3 30 we got to get updated all right we got to figure out what's going on with team usa 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 and their matchup coming up versus the netherlands we'll do that coming up next segment we got the cowboys in the coach preview we'll look ahead to week 13 this may be the best week of the NFL season we've had so far. We'll talk about that coming up at the top of the 4 o'clock. Also, the Cowboys making moves, making roster moves. What for? Oh, they making room. We'll talk about that coming up at the top of the 4 o'clock, top of the 6 o'clock as well. Before we do, let's introduce you to the rest of the crew. He was a second-round pick for the Montreal Expos, but a first-round pick for the Austin Radio Network. He originally committed to the University of Texas, but he decided to forego the 40 acres because he wanted to chase his dream and the cheese. Pimpin' ain't easy, but for him it's a breeze. He is Mike Hardball Hard. What's going on, brother? How what you doing? it do, what it do, hump day. Yep. We're headed the last day of November. You know, every, this month was Movember. That's why I grew everything out, you know, health uh oh, that's health beautiful. awareness month. You know what I'm saying? I like that. So had to look mm-hmm. out for everybody and make everybody aware. But I think I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna think I'm gonna keep it for oh, a little while longer. Keep it for how long? Uh, you know, maybe. So you did hump. it for November, but yeah. you gonna keep it going? For December, maybe do it for Christmas. You know. How does wife uh, wife feel about this? Wifey uh, really is the ultimate determining factor in this uh, this fashion choice. Why do you think the, she's the determining the, factor? The facial hair choice or whatever. She don't really have the the the. the uh, 
the, I, I would I would beg to disagree. I no, think she has to find one of the ladies in my house does. You, my daughter you is are, the one. Exactly. That, yeah. You no longer live in a dictatorship <laughs> where you can decide your own choices in life. You live in a democracy, and honestly, you don't even have the deciding vote most of the time. It's you a know split this. decision around this. I house, know because you know I'm that? in the same position, <laughs> exactly. and I'm losing power by the day. <laughs> I'm the losing thing, power. I feel it. I'm losing power by the day. The one thing she doesn't care about, she could, I could keep the beard. I just can't try to act like I'm going to grow some hair on top. <laughs> that is when she puts her foot uh, why down. Was, she draws yeah, a line in the sand like, right there. We tried that during COVID, mm-hmm. and I looked like George Jefferson. I wasn't <laughs> moving on up. <laughs> oh, do you have a photo of that? Uh, yeah, I do, actually. I would love this. I'll send it to you. All right. Do we got to send it to me? No, I'll just show yeah, it because show I don't, it to me. I don't want that don't to be want hanging to I don't want to be. I don't want to be drunk one night and be like, you want to see Hodge looking like George Jefferson? Check out your boy Hodge. Yeah, I don't want to. Just show it to me because I... Yeah, drunken one night I might show it to my wife and then he's all you know, all is done. I actually looked a little it's bit more there. I look more like James from Good Times. Uh still. Yeah, I mean, would, that, would, that ain't you ain't doing yourself no favors. <laughs> you still ain't helping yourself out at all. Trust me. No Either doubt way, you're gonna take rough. some L's there. Yeah. Oh, okay. it was definitely an L. <laughs> I outkick the coverage if you know what I mean. Amen to that, brother. Amen. <laughs> he hails from H Town with the get down. He's a lifetime longhorn and a proud card carrying member of DBU. Legend Legendary Longhorn Derek Johnson said he was the best cover corner he had ever seen. He's a former NFL DB that still has that passion for film study, but he's not a fan of white condiments, but he is a fan of you. The listeners. He is my man and yours, Rob Babels. I appreciate the intro. Let's not waste any time introducing the real MVP. He's also uh, the the owner of Lou, who's the unofficial mascot of yep, Ball yep. Don't Lie. Shout out that right there. My also personal the, security guard, Lou. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, nobody gonna mess with him. Lou looks tough. Yeah, he's ready. He ain't tough. Yeah. but he looks like he'll hurt you. You gotta be fear monger, right? And, and he came from the streets. <laughs> yep, Lou was came from the streets. Literally, he literally was on the streets yep. and then approached my man Patrick and said, "Hey, man, I need a home." And Patrick said, "Hey." It's all good. We got, you. He's got So he's got a heart of gold That's as well, right, but also right. the idealionaire on the show, one of the hardest working members of the ARN family. He's got a hustler spirit, period, and we appreciate that, my man Patrick Davis. How you doing, brother? I'm doing good, doing good. And I get to make all decisions in my household. <laughs> You're a dictator. I'm a dictator in my yeah, household. I, I remember being a dictator in my household. I did everything. I was like, no, I make, I'm the deciding vote. I decide I like what happens. Now, nope. To. Even meals. Meals. Yeah. Just meals. I got to be like... So what you think you want to eat tonight? <laughs> I know I got I got a good. No, I can do it. if I if I decide hey I want this I can get it, but I still have to check in yeah. on the meals. Yeah, yeah that's see, big in a relationship. You got to check in on see, the meals, man. I, I can put food down for Lou, and if he looks at me like he ain't gonna eat, I'd be like, cool, you don't eat them. <laughs> <laughs> like oh Lou, Lou like uh, E Hogan's kids. He don't eat leftovers. Yeah, he don't eat leftovers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this bag of this bag of food seems old. Yeah, yeah? <laughs> and you gotta finish it before I buy another. <laughs> I want some of that wet food today. I want yeah. out of the can today, that's Dad. Right. Uh, yeah, that kind of stuff, yo. But uh, no, I uh, trust me. I, I like I like being in a democracy. I'm not complaining in case my wife is listening. So I appreciate that. Uh, but also, you can be a part of the show. This show is a democracy. You can be a part of it. 512-337-3776. That is the number to the Specs text line. Uh, you can also hit us up via Twitter. I'm at Rod Babers. In the Twitter verse, my man, Harge is at Hardball Harge. And Patrick Davis, the real MVP at It's 
Patrick Davis. All right, so uh, we'll get into some of Texas football discussion here. We got Glenn Davis to talk about the World Cup coming up next segment. So your World Cup update coming up uh, around 3.30. We also got your flex at 3.45. Cowboys, Colts discussion, but mostly NFL uh, kind of look ahead to week 13. It's going to be a fantastic weekend of NFL football. So we'll talk about that. Also, Cowboys made a move. We'll do the top of the four and top of the six. And then we'll also get into a Texas uh, basketball discussion because uh, that we'll, we'll talk a lot about Texas Creighton uh, tomorrow, but I think every Longhorn basketball fan is already excited. So um, we'll titillate the masses uh, with a little uh, little appetizer, if you will, mm-hmm. and start talking Texas Creighton today. We'll do that in the 6 o'clock. All right, let's get into the pro football focus, all Big 12 teams, because they were released. Saw this. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. We just got news right now. Oh, breaking news? The Big 12 released there. Oh, we did. All Big 12 Damn. team. All right, then we did. You get both. The players I didn't of know the that. year. All right, sorry. All right, there you go. It is not a good. I just tweeted it to you. Do we have? I do, we, do not agree with this team. Do we have the the Big Twelve Offensive All Big Twelve play? team? No, we got the All Big Twelve so players the, of the year. Okay, so I don't have the team yet. All right, we'll look for the team in case that's coming down the pike. I didn't know this was it's happening today. Be it just happened, so maybe that's coming today. If that happens, we'll find it for you. Yeah. Uh, CB Big Twelve sucks. <sighs> you, yeah, you know what? A lot of people would agree with you. I think Hard's right there is in your boat. All right, give it to us, Hard. Give, right. Here's what you got: Big Twelve Player of the Year. This came from Brett McMurphy, <clears throat> and this is the actual Brett McMurphy, because uh, you know there's other guys out there that throw their names out there, try to make it look that way. Mm. Offensive Player of the Year: Max Dugan or Duggan, Duggan. however you want to play. Max production. Duggan. And uh, do you disagree with that? I. I yeah, like, I like I like I like no, Max. Max is I, the player I, of the year. I agree with that just because their team is winning and they associate winning usually Absolutely. with the quarterback position. He's that QB. He's the offensive it to that player guy. of the year. Yeah. This is where I disagree wholeheartedly. Defensive player of the year. Kansas State's defensive end. Felix Nduke Uzama. All right. I'm with Jalen Ford on this one. Uh, yeah, Felix. Uh, I believe that Felix and Udike Uzoma was uh, was he, he was picked the pre-se- a big preseason. He was big the preseason. So they basically kind of went with the safe pick. All right, let me give me some time. I'll pull up his stats here. Give, yeah. me, give me a couple of seconds. I'll pull up his stats. Offensive right here. newcomer of the year. I was fine with because I said this at the very beginning of the year, and I believe he was picked to be the newcomer of the year as well. Dylan Gabriel. We uh, saw yeah. how effective no Oklahoma was with and him, look, yeah. and we saw what they looked like without him. Amen to that, bro. And I was down with that. Yeah. Defensive newcomer of the year, TCU's Johnny Hodges. Yeah. Didn't really jump out on the screen for me, but they, they came in with their votes. Special teams player of the year, and I'm cool with this one, Darius Davis. I thought he was cold-blooded every time he touched the ball. He almost took it to the house. And when he did get his opportunities, he did. Special teams player of the year. And, of course, coach of the year, Sonny Dykes. Yeah, that's a no-brainer. That's, I'm down with that. <laughs> I'm cool with that. that. My biggest one um, that I'm not happy with is obviously the okay, defensive so player obviously, of the year. Okay, so obviously, yeah, I, I'm with you. I, it t- depends on what they value. I don't know exactly what they decided to what they valued here, yep. right? They put obviously a lot of value in sacks, okay. because to me that is the only That's statistic, the only way <laughs> that Felix and Udike Uzoma has a a huge advantage over Jalen Ford. 
Okay. Uh, because Jalen Ford, I mean, the Jalen Ford stats are just crazy. How about this? I'll get, we can just get into some random Jalen Ford stats right now. Come on. Just the ones that, that I have here in my notes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> shout out to John Bianco over there at Texas because yes. he tweeted out a couple of these. And uh, shout out to, I believe, Hook'em Headlines because they had a couple of these as well. Because, uh, yeah, Jalen Ford's been so impactful that, you know, right now it's hard to find – Players in all of college football, not just in the Big Twelve, Agreed. that are having his type of impact. So Agreed. he's the only Power Five player with four interceptions, three and three forced fumbles. He's the only FBS player with four interceptions, three forced fumbles, and two fumble recoveries. Mm-hmm. He's the only FBS linebacker with four interceptions. Uh, remember, also that ties my man Derek Johnson. Yes. Shout out to DJ and, uh, and Tommy Nobis. Oh, Tommy Nobis had photo. Yep. All right, see, so yep. sorry, I, I didn't mean, I, I didn't know that. They yep. didn't, I, I apologize about yep, that. Yep. I did not mean to disrespect the, the great, uh, the great legendary Tommy Nobis. No yep. question about that. Yep. Uh, so yeah, putting him in rarefied air there. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> very with much Derek so. Johnson and Tommy <laughs> Nobis, yep. um, and then another stat here, the for Jalen Ford now, because you look, I think he's got 109 combined tackles. That's mm-hmm. the most since Jordan Hicks at Texas 2014. But the first player since 2000. To have at least triple-digit tackles, or at least 100 tackles, at least 10 tackles for loss, four interceptions, and three forced fumbles in a single season. So yeah. we're talking about the only first player since 2000 to do that, and he can't win Defensive Player of the Year right. in the conference. Right. Uh, I'm with you. That, that, that makes no sense at all, other than, and we, I, I said this before, I told, tried to tell Texas fans this, and I, I know Texas fans know it, but I think they need to hear it. Sometimes you can know things, but you need to hear it. You know something. Sometimes you yeah, know, that, know, exactly. you know that, that the person you're with is bad for you or toxic. You need one of your friends or family to tell you, like, you know that you shouldn't be dating this person. Like, they don't even like you. Right. Like they, it's so obvious. It's so obvious. They just, uh, they, just, uh, they just disrespect you in public. This person don't like You need to be dating. Sometimes you need to hear it. Yeah. Yep. And Logan fans, this is me telling you it so you can hear it. The Big 12 don't like you. <laughs> The Big 12 don't like you. They're mad at you because you decided that you wanted to upgrade and go to a better conference. And they're deciding to say, you know what? F Texas. All right. We're going to try to screw Texas as much as we can, as many times as we can, while they are still in our conference, while it's still within our authority and within our power. Mm -hmm. You know this. You just, they just saw it in the games versus, listen, that uh, we had it in our notes. Hold sta- I know exactly stat- you know where you're about to go. To? You know what stat I know exactly to. what stat you're so going to. So Texas in the game versus, <laughs> versus May, that was the same officiating yes, crew. Yes, it was, as Oklahoma State That game. officiate the Oklahoma State game. Yes. All right? And in that game versus Baylor, they were only, all right, assessed one penalty yes. in that game. That's it. Just one penalty in the game. They're so disciplined. Oklahoma State. They're so disciplined. Oklahoma <laughs> So this is, Texas is undisciplined, right? Exactly. And Oklahoma State had zero penalties yes. in that game. Yes. All right? And even Mike Gundy said post after that game in the post game, oh, the biggest difference in the game was the penalties. Yeah, uh, we didn't. I mean, we played clean and they didn't. Basically, it was like whatever. You know, what I mean, doesn't matter. But the Big Twelve was just sending you a message. You what, have to play multiple. Say, they don't like you. They don't like you. <laughs> you got to play multiple opponents every week, and yeah, you know this. And you know you it. want to play whoever that's on your schedule, and you want to play them refs in Big Twelve play. You know this. Yeah, that's the way it is. Otherwise, you should have kept it under wraps that you were going to the SEC for longer. Otherwise, this is the way it is. They don't. Come on, yeah. every other conference will do the same. 
They're you like, would do it if you oh, were in the big. Oh, and you're gonna stay if you were in the Big Twelve position. You do it to Texas too. Exactly. Dude. You'd be exactly. like, nah. What you said? What you gonna disrespect me? You gonna play up in my conference and then you gonna get favorable treatment? When? By the way, by the way, here's the here's the Shakespearean irony of the whole thing. You've been getting favorable treatment the entire time you've been in the Big Twelve because you're the big dog. Very fair. The Big Very Twelve fair. wanted you to be in all the championships. They wanted mm-hmm. Oklahoma to be in championship. You're the blue bloods. It gets better ratings. It's better for the conference. Yeah. And now that you want out, they're like, oh, oh, we've been, we've been hooking. It's like a, it, it's like you've been living with a woman, and you ain't been working. So you just been unemployed the whole damn time. She's been supporting you the whole damn time for like two years, multiple, you know, for a long time. And then you decide to upgrade over her to another woman, even though she supported you the whole damn time. That's me and the Cowboys. Exactly. That's what you said yesterday. So I, I'm not <laughs> mad at the government, but just yeah. know that's the reality. Of course, they're screwing you over. Yeah. And this is part of it, too. Jalen Forrest is going to have to do something. Uh, he's going to, have, to do, have the exceptional, extraordinary season. He's going to have, to have a, you know, something, something Ndamukong Sue-like season to get Big 12 Defensive Player of the Year. Very fair. Very fair. That's, that's basically what they're telling you. Very fair. They said, that's, you know what? You want to do, you want to do that to us? Yeah. They're, they're, they're a woman scorned. Everybody knows a woman scorned. She's going to get back at you. That's, 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 you did her dirty? She's going to get it. You know we did them dirty. We all yeah. know we did them dirty. It's okay. It's business. It ain't personal, but they're taking it they personal. They're also going to say they, they're giving it out personal. Bob Bosby told you that. Yeah, he Bob Bosby you know, went right. to the conspiracy theories when he was like, what? ESPN's in on it. The network's in on it. Everybody's in on it. They <laughs> took it personal. <laughs> they were really upset, guys. You know this. All right? So they're siding, whichever. It's petty. It's very petty because I'm sitting Dang. here looking for, is. for his stats. Um, the defensive end. Oh, man. And the only thing, I'm, I'm not even seeing him. He had what? 12 games, Seven nine and a half sacks. Yeah. That's I'm trying to see one. for his tackles for loss. No. And I think he had, uh, let's see here. Yeah, it's not any, it's no. not even close. No. It's 11. It's 11 total because he had nine solo and two assists. So 10 total, 10 total tackles for loss. Mm. Tyree yeah. Wilson from Texas Tech. He had 14 tackles for loss, so he should have been in the conversation as well. But you get a chance yeah. to go back and look at the numbers, right? So I went, and they, they printed it out. Texas had a bunch of guys that got a chance to play on the first team. B. John Robinson, first team running back. Um, that's the only offensive player for Texas on the first team. On the first team defensive side, Jalen Ford and DeMarvian Overshawn. That makes sense. They were the two players on the defensive side of the ball that made first team. Uh, running back second team was Deuce Vaughn. Deuce Vaughn made second team because Kendra Miller was the first team running back all Big 12. Okay. So there's a there's some things that are out there wide receiver-wise. Obviously, X-Man didn't make the first team. Yeah, I don't know if he deserved it. He was on the second team with Malik Knowles. Yeah. And Bryce Ford Wheaton on the first team offensive uh, wide receivers was Xavier Hutchinson. We all agreed on that. Marvin Mims and Quentin Johnston. So TCU pretty much, obviously being the the undefeated team in the conference, dominated it. Yeah, dominated. And, and it, they they put an emphasis on winning. Yep, they did. Because K State, yep, their best defensive player, he ends up being defensive player of the year. Mm-hmm. And TCU, as you just talked about, they get a ton of accolades. So yeah, they put a ton. Of, you know what? And I'm not mad at that as well. But um, yeah, I think the message was sent. Yeah, here's the other part of it too. For the second team All District, I mean All District, the second team All Big Twelve quarterback was Jalen Daniels, which was interesting to me. Because he missed so much time during the season, 
And why wouldn't you put Dylan Gabriel there if you had him? Because he missed time, too. But yeah. you gave him the newcomer of the year. Yeah, but, man, he he started out what – it wasn't a lot of Big 12 plays, so I don't know if they're basing this on your entire year's production right. or just Big 12 plays. Because he only played, like, two Big 12 games, <laughs> two or three, something like right. that, before he ended up getting hurt. But right. he started out the season, basically half of their games – he was a sleeper for the Heisman. Right. He was in that discussion. So they could have went back to that. I'm with you. I think that's a little weird. That's a little strange. Yeah. Um, but but I'll say this. Kim Kardashian, Nicki Minaj, Serena size, Cardi B size, Beyonce size, Megan Thee Stallion size. But is, remember, I said this yesterday, the lesson of the Big 12 this season has been if you don't have a backup, you are SOL. Yeah. And you really were out of, like Oklahoma State probably, you know, you kind of uh, end up playing yourself because – Everybody, probably except for Iowa State with Hunter Deckers, they had to go to their backup at some point to actually have them win a game. Right. And so you didn't have a lot of uh, QBs that played the entire season. Right. That's true, too. That, that, you know that what I mean? Is, that is How many played the that. entire year? One? Yeah. So yeah. that could be part of it. Uh, Keandre Colburn made second team all-conference. All uh, Kelvin Banks, freshman, made second team all-conference on the it. line. Yeah, he deserved I thought it. He probably I thought he was going to sneak in there on the first team. Because, just because he's a freshman, I get it. Yeah. I get it. I get them not doing it because he's a freshman. That, that's part of – I mean, that's you get that disrespect everywhere yeah. when, you're, when you're a freshman. But he, he could have easily been first team. I'm for sure. You. For sure. Because he's going to end up – you're going to get into the All-American. I think he made first team freshman All-American. Uh, yeah, I believe he probably <laughs> you know? did. No question. So, you know, when you start looking at it, there's always going to be debates uh, about who, what, where, when, and why because the answer is always going to be, did your team win? Where did your team finish? And are you competing for championships? That is what we see with TCU getting a lot of love and, of course, K-State getting a lot of love as well. Yeah, Jalen Ford. I mean, I feel bad for Jalen Ford because uh, I'm with you. I thought it was a no-brainer. Yeah, I thought he was I thought it was a in. no-brainer. I I, if I'd have had money to bet <laughs> – no if I went to your site, my bookie, mm. I would have went on there and said Jalen Ford's going to be Big 12 Defensive Player of the Year. Well, it's just the only stat is sacks <laughs> yeah. that Felix that's and UDK yeah. Uzoma. Oh, stats and wins. Yep, stats and wins. Stats and wins yep. are the two big stats he has over Jalen Ford. But other than that, you go look at everything from impact plays to interceptions, yes. timeliness of it, yeah. all that stuff. I mean, yeah. I think tackles for loss and UDK had him for, by a little bit too, but – I'm with you. I I think it's the Big Twelve sending a message. That's yeah. part of it. I, I'm not. You know. This is not a conspiracy theory by me either. I I really do think that's just the way the Big Twelve is operating. Uh, my man Kyle Umlang did a. Uh, he tweeted out the other day that the Big Twelve refs have called 46 percent more penalties per game on Texas than their conference opponents. Yeah. Uh, I don't think that's a coincidence. You know, I, I just think that's that's just part of it. I'm not saying that's some big, huge. I think a lot of it is probably subconscious yeah. uh, by the Big Twelve. But ultimately, you ain't the Big Twelve ain't doing you no favors. <laughs> not at all. They're not trying to do you no favors. Yeah, and you're, you're you're not helping them, so I ain't helping you. And your people aren't getting a lot of uh, recognition besides the obvious, and that's Bijan Robinson on the offensive side of the ball. And then the other part of it too, in DK. Also was the defensive lineman of the year yeah. going back-to-back. Back. This is the second time that he won it. He won it last year, and he just won it again this year. So he's the first two-time winner of that, that award since the inception in 2006. Mm. So, yeah, man. I, I, that's just, I'm the conspiracy theorist guy today. I'll just say that. Uh, no, that, I, I, but, that's just my – I think it's – 
I, I guess I gave you the stats about Jalen Ford. He's one of the best defensive players in the country. Uh, the the Big 12 defensive player of the year should have been, in, like I said, a no-brainer for right. him. Considering the impact plays, Texas would be a five to six win right. team. Ding, 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 <laughs> not for Jalen Ford yeah. and the plays that he made. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I, I'm on that grassy knoll today. I love it. Stay That's on just, it. I'm gonna be on the grassy knoll today and just tell you, like, I, I, I do believe that you know you ain't getting done any favors. Someone said the coaches vote on it. They do. The coaches ain't happy with you either. <laughs> the coaches are happy with you that you're leaving. You're making their job harder too. They don't want. They don't like the the situation you're putting the Big Twelve in. You're making everything untenable. You get two game days. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You get two game days. You think the coaches like you when they're recruiting? Right? Yeah. You've been in and out of uh, the top twenty five. How many times? Four times. Four times. Four times. They want you in you it like, so bad. You like J Lo breaking up with everybody. <laughs> I'll be back. On, I broke up with you. I'll be back. I get it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, I get it. Big Twelve. A woman scorn. It is what it is, man. Um, so. So, all right, yeah. we'll, we'll talk a lot about that, of course, because uh, that's the big story of the day. That broke, that bumped everything. So that'll be yeah. the big topic all throughout the day is the All Big Twelve team. Uh, can we really quickly just give some, uh, just give the update on Xavier Worthy for those who don't know or who may be worried about Xavier Worthy? Scrubbed his Instagram. Yeah. We don't know what reason it was. We have no idea. I don't, I don't think he's revealed that, I and mean, that's that's all good. Um, but he did recently. I believe yesterday. Uh, he did post on his Instagram after deleting all the kind of previous uh, uploads and um, posts. He tweeted out the calm before the storm with a photo of him put doing the hearts, the 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 hearts symbol with his hands, with his two yeah. hands together. Um, and with Longhorn gear on. So I think that means he's happy. That means, hey, no, that means love y'all. Gotta go. <laughs> what is it? You think it means I what? I mean, it was like, hey, man, it's been real. You think that's, you think that's, oh, you think it's, it's bad? It's, I think it's bad. Ooh. I think, oh. hey, what'd you say? I'm Ooh. a conspiracy theorist today. <laughs> I'm on that grassy knoll. Grassy knoll today, I'm baby. I'm grassy knoll today. <laughs> that mug said, hey, man, thank y'all. Love y'all. I'm gone. Because remember, I told you yesterday wow. when I went to it, I was like, well, you know what he didn't take down? He didn't take down all them car pictures that he had. <laughs> them car pictures gone too. They came down, huh? <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was like that's hey, man, a valid. You're I'm right. A, I'm gonna go ahead Maybe and give these I'm a glass half full. You <laughs> yeah. glass half empty. Uh, yeah, I'm like, wow. Hey, okay. Man, I hope he proves me wrong, though. Ooh. I would love to be proven wrong. I hope you are wrong. But that mug said. Love you. <laughs> Gotta go. <laughs> so you're saying it's a breakup post? Oh, uh, maybe. Because there's, no there's, there's no other, there's no other, there's no other pictures on that post. It's not, he not even have, he doesn't even have like the the Nothing. actual yeah, yeah like the avatar photo all that none of that's on there. Nothing, except wow. for that picture just saying hey guys. Couldn't he have done it without the Longhorn gear though? Couldn't he have done it without changing any of his stuff? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like why are you scrubbing it? Oh, you just ruined my day. Hey, that's what Bert Orangetti just told me. You just ruined my day. Yeah, he said, oh. Hart's ruining my day. I'm sorry. You I'm think just it's a, saying. It's like a breakup text. It's like, hey, man. It's like the breakup text. Didn't Rory McElroy do a breakup text? Yes. What? Was that late? Uh, what's her name? Uh, Carolyn Wozniak. Was that who it was? Yeah, the tennis player. He did. I know it was a breakup text to some, yeah, uh, to some celebrity. Gotta hottie. go. Like, hey, this is just. <laughs> he's like, hey, I can't break up with each and every one of you. I'm just gonna post it. He's gonna post it 
on online, I break up with you. This is like when on Facebook and you should change the status. Yeah. You be like, you every know what week. I mean? uh, Undes- <laughs> every week. In a relationship, not in one. Not in yeah. one. Undecided. Com- I love no, added the other that one, one is, that- it's complicated. Yeah, it's complicated. That's <laughs> what it was. He was like an undecided voter. Yeah. Which are always annoying. Yeah. yeah always. <laughs> figure it out. All right, exactly. figure it out. Pick a side Pick and walk. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right, Hards. Yeah. You just, yeah, you just blew my mind with that one. I yeah, didn't think man. about that. I was coming on with the positivity. I love it. I was going to end the segment with good. positive stuff. Now I got to get your mind racing. Wow. But now we got to get no, to no, our no. man, Glenn Davis. We're okay, let's do it. Let's do it. All right, we got to get to Glenn Davis. <laughs> we'll come back. Uh, talk Glenn Davis and World Cup on the other side right here on Baltimore Line. I want to put on the horn. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is an appropriate song. This is appropriate. <laughs> yeah, it's Harge's latest conspiracy theory. I put it out there on the grassy knoll today because I got out there early on. But yeah. then I didn't want his, you to be by yourself. This conspiracy theory about Xavier Worthy's uh, cryptic post on Instagram has me feeling a little sad. This song got a little sad and melancholy. It was perfect timing. That we that we may be saying goodbye to Xavier Worthy, actually. And actually, I don't disagree. Your conspiracy theory is sound. If a conspiracy theory is sound, I will jump on the grassy knoll. Right. I'm not opposed to that. It's, it's got to be sound. I, cause I'll, you know, guys, know I'll, I'll go down the rabbit hole. I'm a rabbit holer. I, yeah. I rabbit hole damn near you know, seven days a week yeah. for something random. Most sports topics, but I'll go down the rabbit hole for anything. And um, yeah, um, makes you're. you're Conspiracy theory is sound. I feel like maybe the next song should be uh, Boys to Men. It's so hard to say goodbye to yesterday. Oh, yeah. Or End of the Road. End of the Road. Although we've come <laughs> to the end of the road. But it is. But I hope, I hope it's not true. It, it is. I hope it's not true as well. Uh, midweek movie music is uh, right. what we are uh, the topic of discussion today. Midweek movie music. My man Patrick plays uh, songs from a particular movie that inspired him and he plays songs from that soundtrack and then we're supposed to guess based on those songs what the midweek movie music uh, uh, choice is and alright is this oh who is oh, this don't forget we gotta kill the specs next time for a second I did oh, I pulled okay. it down I, I, didn't even see I pulled it, it. Okay, down okay. I pulled it down I don't know if he was got it yet and this is uh, man this is like what 60s or something what is this what what era is this this is 60s when this song say, came out the era I was just saying, the era always hits me first I'm like so what's yeah. the era because sometimes that can tell you a lot sometimes soundtracks they try to take you 
they in a nostalgic way take you yep. to that place uh, uh, wherever yeah. it was. All right, so there you go. Midweek movie. Who's the artist there? Was that that wasn't who's that? That was Otis Redding. Was Otis Redding? Yeah, was it Otis? Was, yeah. Yeah. Well, Otis there. Otis. I know. Well, he's not Otis distinctive voice, yeah. but every now and then, uh, you know. But I haven't heard that song. It's a great Otis Redding song. It's upsetting to me that you know that I don't recognize that Otis Redding song like I should. I love me some Otis Redding. Also, love me some USA, 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 USA. And we have a very special guest. Joining us right now on the yep. Carol's Cafe and Cantina Hotline, we have Glenn Davis of Soccer Matters to help us break down the World Cup, uh, especially what uh, Team USA uh, has ahead of them in the World Cup. And we appreciate his time. Glenn, we appreciate your time. Thanks for joining us. Hey, Rod, Mike, thanks for having me on. And uh, I love some Otis Redding, too. There you go. I love it. I love it. There you go. <laughs> Who doesn't? Exactly. Right. Okay. Hey, Glenn, I'll tell you. Otis. Let, let me ask you this, because it was basically a tale of two halves for uh, Team USA in their uh, last win over Iran. The first half uh, seemed like it was a, a dominant U- Team USA performance. In the second half, a lot of people would say that Iran actually got the better of Team USA. What were your thoughts about it? Yeah, I think you're correct, and I think that's one thing we have to look at, right? Uh, All three games, the United States came out of the blocks and and off the opening whistle, really sharp, really energetic. One could even make the argument maybe expending a little bit too much energy in first half because they have had uh, some struggles in second halves and other teams taking the game over a little bit. I mean, I think against England they controlled the second half quite well, but to your point, you know, being down a goal, you knew – you knew that Iran was, was going to come after the United States. And, I mean, look, we, we, we all had our hearts in our throats, uh, you know, watching the end of that game and the U.S. going to a 5-4-1 and getting defensive and, you know, trying to get through that game. I, I don't think some of the subs off the bench played well enough for me to see that game out. And, look, if that game had gotten tied, we'd all be sitting here uh, not advancing to the knockout stages. And there'd be a lot of people, uh, you know, flying around with the criticism of why it didn't happen. Yeah, and that's exactly what uh, Clint Dempsey was very vocal about, how he was not happy with the substitutions and when they took place. But one of the guys that I've been waiting to see play that hadn't had an opportunity to really get into the matches is Gio Reyna. Like, what is going on with that mix? Or is he not ready? Is he not feeling well? Is there something going on behind the scenes that we're not privy to? It's just weird to me, this this kid who has all this upside and, and the family each played for the United States. I'm just curious, to why is why are we not seeing him at all? Yeah, all of the above, I would say. Um, look, I think it's really easy for people to focus in on this. This is down to the coach and what he wants to do. The coach has gotten you into the next round, right? Forget about how he got there. He's gotten you there. I guess the first question I would say to you is, who do you who do you take him? You know, who does he replace? Right, right. I, I mean, mean that's yeah. Thing. There's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot that goes. Say, in well, there. you bring him in on the right and you put Tim Way at center forward. Okay, so you're gonna you're gonna rob Peter to pay Paul. Now you got Tim Weah, who has been absolutely. Uh, very effective for you, running into space and hitting these diagonal runs, scored a goal. So now you want to play him with his back to two center backs? So I don't know. I do think there is potentially something behind the scenes. Greg Berhalter says no. Um, Eric Winalda, a former U.S. player, came out and and said uh, that that the coach, uh, Greg Berhalter, told Gio Reyna to say that he was injured and that's the way it was going to be presented to the press. He said that's not true. 
So somebody's lying. <laughs> I mean, I, I think I'm a little upset that, that, that Eric um, would drop this thing so close to an important game as a former national team player. I, I, there's something about that that is not right, in my opinion. Uh, Glenn Davis of Soccer Matters at Glenn Davis Sock S O C in the Twitterverse. You can follow him, but of Soccer Matters that you can hear live right here on uh, 104.9 The Horn. Uh, we just actually heard a, a great uh, edition of Soccer Matters on Monday, uh, but uh, we've been moving things around for him. But you can all follow him via Twitter, and he'll let you know exactly what's going on. Hey, Glenn, looking forward to the next matchup for Team USA versus the Netherlands. Can you give us a little scouting report on the Netherlands and how you think this matchup is going? to play out between the two yeah absolutely and and, and look I, I just want to tag with what i just said man we should be celebrating these young guys oh, absolutely you know, you know look it's up to the coach who they play every single team in this tournament has as players that fans are lobbying to play because this is the shop window right um i'm going to tell you about a kid on the netherlands his last name is gakbo and this kid's value has gone up about probably 40 million dollars He's scored a goal in every game for the Netherlands. He's one we have to keep an eye on. They've got Frankie de Jong, another good midfielder. And, of course, Virgil van Dijk, who plays for Liverpool, um, the big center back who's probably, for me, the best center back in the world. Uh, Nathan Ake as well. So it's a good team. The Dutch are the greatest team that's probably never won a World Cup. They've been to World Cup finals. But I think it's a very winnable game for the U.S. My only concern is have we, you know, blown out, uh, you know, it's not, it's three games in nine days. A lot of guys have taken a lot of the minutes um, to your point of Gio Reyna potentially playing more. Uh, so we'll see. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll see what the U S has, but I think, I think this is a game that's certainly a winnable game. Some things are going to have to improve. I think the play of their subs off the bench has got to get better, but Rod, Mike, um, you know, we're in the round of 16. We're in the knockout stages going up against the Netherlands. Not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing, especially after not being able to play in the last World Cup. This is something that everyone around here is excited about. As we know, Austin is always the one that has the, the most viewers uh, when it comes to World Cup. So far, I can't wait to see what the next one looks like when the ratings come back out. But I do want to ask you about the overall World Cup play. What has been your thoughts as you've been breaking this all down? Obviously, you pay a lot of attention to the U.S., but you're a soccer guy because you know why? Soccer matters, and you want to make sure that you get get all the information out there. So what, who, what team has impressed you the most? Yeah, you know, it's really interesting because we all form judgments in these group plays based on one game, right? So if somebody, you know, takes somebody out very convincingly in an opening game like Spain did, um, you know, oh, okay, Spain's going to win the World Cup. And then, oh, okay, the next game it's not as good. Or Argentina gets knocked off by Saudi Arabia but then comes back and, and beats Mexico, right? Who, by the way, just got eliminated uh, about 45 minutes ago. So, yep. you know, uh, I think to watch kind of how teams are trending as they move forward. But look, when you get into single elimination now, things, things will change and these teams morph into different things. So there is a lot of unknown. There's been a lot of unknown in this world cup. And, you know, I have a great friend in uh, Amsterdam who's telling me, Hey, you know, Netherlands coach Louis van Gaal, uh, he's got something up his sleeve. You know, he can't tell me what it is, but he's got something up his sleeve for the United States. Right. So, um, I, I just find it fascinating, all of this. And I, and I think the U.S. has played a lot of good soccer in this World Cup. 
They're going to need to play a complete game, though, against the Netherlands. Hey, Glenn, give me your thoughts on Team USA overall. We're talking about just where they are in the uh, kind of overall uh, uh, picture, global picture of uh, soccer in, in the world and, and how competitive you think they are now and where they project to be. So, look, you know, I think the biggest thing, um, Rod, uh, is this is a team now that has kids that have grown up in European teams, have been developed in MLS to a point, some of them. Uh, there's a great combination of MLS and Europe. But, but the big key here is you've got players now playing, like Gio Reyna at Dortmund. You've got players at Barcelona. You've got players at Chelsea. These are monster clubs, right? To, to the layman in America, that's the New York Yankees or, you, you, you know, of, of, of soccer, right? So these guys are playing in atmospheres mm-hmm. with 60,000 people yeah. constantly. They're young, they're vibrant, they're taking control of their national team, they're becoming stars to younger people now. Tyler Adams, this kid is as mature as can be. I mean, I think we all saw him provoked by the Iranian media with, with really stupid non-soccer questions, and he just handed, uh, handled everything magnificently. So young, talented, grabbing the experience of a first World Cup, and then again, let's not forget, in four years, it's here in the United States, so you're ever going to make a run to really think you could possibly win it that could be it with the united states um but for the moment here very winnable game against the netherlands at nine o'clock on saturday morning last question from me glenn i wanted to ask you this looking at the way it's all set up who is your world cup champion if you had to pick one today and it could not be the u.s Oh, boy. God, I don't want to be boring here. I, I got to come up with something different, right? You don't want me to say Brazil. Uh, I think Brazil wins it. I think Brazil wins it if Neymar comes back pretty fit. But I'll tell you what, his ankle looked really damaged. It did. It looked awful. It did not look good to me either, guys. Um, you know, and, and to that same point, let's hope there's a healthy Christian Pulisic on Saturday because he's our talisman. We, we, we need yeah. him. And he's got the glint in his eye right now to do something special. And take this team to another level and, and down to the last eight. I mean, think about that. You could be down to the last eight teams in the world in a World Cup, the United States. Pretty Man, phenomenal. That's awesome. Unbelievable. Uh, hey, Glenn, thanks for the time, and I uh, hope you don't mind, but we're going to reach out to you again probably sooner rather than later. <laughs> guys, anytime, and I really appreciate you having me on. It's, it's the global game. You guys know uh, as well as I do how important football or soccer is to everybody in Austin. And I also want to thank uh, DaspitLawAustin.com just for helping us uh, get on shows like yours. It's important. And I love hearing the mainstream guys like you talking about the game. I think it's great. Appreciate it. Thanks, Glenn. We appreciate you, brother. All right. Thanks, Rod. Thanks, Mike. All right, that's uh, Glenn Davis of Soccer Matters uh, at Glenn Davis Sock in the Twitterverse, uh, and uh, he does a great job. So we'll bring him on again and talk some to some Team USA. Hopefully, we're talking about a Team USA victory uh, over the Netherlands. Let's right, go! <laughs> uh, it's hard not to get excited about right. that. All right, uh, you can just randomly yell out, you know, USA, <laughs> USA, in a crowded place in America, and people will start chanting with you. Exactly. It's a beautiful thing. All right, we'll come back. We'll get into the flex on the other side right here on Ball Don't Lie on the Horn. Yes, but a black cat 
Welcome back to Ball Don't Lie right here on 104.9 The Horn. A midweek movie music edition of Ball Don't Lie. My man Patrick, inspired by a film. Sometimes a great film. Sometimes just a damn good film. Uh, he takes songs from that soundtrack, plays them for us for midweek movie music, and we are supposed to be able to guess what song, sorry, what movie inspired him uh, for midweek movie music based on those song selections. All right. Harge is deep pondering. Is deep, deep, deep in contemplation. I am, I am, because I, I'm, I'm trying. Like you said, the first one was 1960s. Mm-hmm. This one is kind of in that area as well. All right. So I'm trying to figure out what movie is centered around. Is this like a biography type movie? Nope. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. No, it's it, it's good. I, I like that. Can't even music. look at the specs hey, text line at all. No, because they, they already got it. They probably already yeah, got it. You know they Patrick, already did they get it? No, I already got it. Uh, I, have look, I have to look. I'm nah, they already got it. I have faith in the specs text line. They already got it. Uh, all right. We'll Do try you to have an out. idea? I have no idea. Like, I'm lost, actually. I can tell you both watched this movie probably multiple times. Oh. <gasps> okay. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. That's, that's good. Good. You watch it multiple times. You assume you know this? this I assume. I, Rod, I can almost guarantee you've watched this many times. This is a Many this, times! I can almost guarantee. I don't know for sure, but I can almost guarantee because it isn't a trope that you enjoy. Is it, It's based on a true story, isn't it? Is no, it? you kind of. No. So I'm not going to say it's life, is it? All right, all right, all right. I got to win on the next one. Now he got me. Now you got me. You think you know I've seen it multiple times? You know I would. Oh. That got me right there. That's good. That's why I'm sitting here. Because like, I love the music. and I, I love the period. And I'm going to be mad if it's something so simple, too. Okay. I'm All right. <clears throat> Is it a period piece? No, I wouldn't say it's a period piece. Okay. All right, uh, flxatx.com. Go to flxatx on all your social media platforms. And uh, by the way, you still got some Austin area, Central Texas uh, teams that are still in it. Uh, So uh, shout out to them and also good luck to all those teams. Uh, Dripping Springs and Vandergriff, that's probably the big one. That is Uh, one. That's Gupton Stadium and Cedar Park. Um, and a lot of people are gonna. That, that thing's gonna be crowded. It's I, gonna be packed. I thought about going to it, but I don't know if there'll be room. I oh, really, there's definitely gonna be room because it's big enough. It's big. Is that That's big? A big enough? I don't stadium. know if I've been yeah. to Gupton Stadium yeah. actually before. Yeah. Uh, Liberty Hill, shout out to them. They're still in it. They'll be playing Flower Bluff. Uh, that's in San Antonio, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's be at uh, Ferris Stadium in San Antonio. Uh, you also have uh, shout out to Wimberley. Yep. Uh, they're in it versus Lago Vista. That'll be at Huddle Stadium. And, of course, the Westlake Chaps, baby. Uh, they're in it, the best team, <clears throat> arguably, in the state versus the best team from San Antonio. Yeah. San Antonio. Brenton, I heard uh, Coach uh, on, Coach Salazar on with Craig and uh, Jeff yep. by the tower. And great. Uh, he was fantastic. But he also. He's a no-nonsense dude. No, this is yeah, this is good omen for Westlake. Because I've always heard this, and this is what I love about Westlake football. One of my favorite nuggets about Westlake football. They eat at a Luby's yep, every time yep. they get a damn chance for their pregame meal. Yep, yep. And Coach admitted that every time he finds out they're having like a road game, they got to go to the road, that he looks up the nearest Luby's. Yep. So I was like, yes! That's a great plan, man. Love this man. They tape and love get this. wrapped in everything while they're in the Luby's. That's part of the allure yeah. of Westlake football. Yes, it is. It's part of the magic and the yeah. mojo, baby. Yeah. That Luby's. That Luann. Yeah. <laughs> that Luann. That Luann. And you got the right. options for the white gravy and the brown gravy. You, you the cream and the, Yeah, you, you the cream options. and the brown. You know I they love got a that lot about Luby's, man. That's fantastic. Yeah. I, I love, love it. He said that I was like, 
It's true. It is. They it's do so look up true. movies every time. It's, it's, it's amazing. so true. Uh, okay, also, uh, for all those who have been uh, concerned, a lot of you have been, and we appreciate that, uh, we have uh, kind of recalibrated things when it comes to our all-flex team. And we have now decided that we are going to, um, like I said, restructure the timeline for our all-flex team. We want to make sure that we're doing our due diligence. Correct. So now... We're going to have releasing the finalists for all positions, which we're going to have multiple finalists for every position. All right. That's basically yep. where it goes. We're going to have multiple finalists for every position. That'll be released December 6th. All right. And then we're going to unveil the actual all flex team. All right. Not just the finalists. We're going to narrow down the finalists to an all flex team. All right. At every position. All right, 11 on offense, 11 on defense. We can get some special teams love with punters and long snappers, yep, kickers. Yep. We're, going, we're going deep, deep, and I like it. Uh, that's happening December 13th. So mark your calendar. December 6th, we're going to have the finalist release. December 13th, we're going to have the all-flex actual team that will be released. And trust me, Harge and I, everybody here, we're all working on it. For sure. No <laughs> doubt about it. We're all putting in some overtime on it to make sure it's done right. Uh, it's our inaugural team, so we want to make sure it's done the right way. We'll make sure also we show uh, due respect to all of the accomplishments of all the young people out there. So No doubt. Don't worry. We got you. We got you. And we, got you. we know you work hard. And like <clears> I said yesterday, I have a kid that I hope someday will be on this huh. uh, all-flex team. Come on now. Whether Speak it's on football, it. basketball, baseball, hockey, whatever we got going on, volleyball, we got it all over there at Flex ATX. Make sure you send all your information in. You can Good also Thank send some numbers that. over there. Yep. You can uh, go to the Flex ATX page, go to the contact page, and then you can upload some media. You can get everything over there. If you got numbers and you got accurate numbers, send those in as well. We're going to do everything we can to get this thing right. Yeah, I got some people sending me numbers, actually, too, on yep. DBs, because they know, yeah. you know I'm, a, yeah. I'm a little biased. But DBs. Uh, so we're doing some research, so we appreciate you guys and all your efforts. Go to flxatx.com. Go to contact page, like my man Hart said, or go to flxatx on all your social media platforms. Hey, slide into our DMs. Come we on cool now. with that. We cool. <laughs> uh, uh, we'll come back. We got uh, NFL news notes and nuggets looking ahead to week 13. Cowboys making moves. Cowboys coach preview. All that more right here on Ball Don't Lie. I'm 104.9 The Horn.